Good evening, Patriots. I've been asked why I'm so patriotic. Why am I concerning myself with this? I've been told there's nothing I can do. Well, you see, that's where you're wrong. I can't run here and there, march, and wave a flag. But I sure can run my mouth. I never really talked politics much outside my family. I was too afraid of losing my job. Now I realize that I can find a new job, but I sure can't find a new country, not like ours. So I broke my silence. They say becoming a mom changes you, but I never really realized how much till now. At this point, I'm not worried about me. I can adapt and survive, hoping if things go bad, we can maybe get our country back one day. But I will not have this communist shit put on my child. I'm doing this for my baby. So maybe if my words can inspire one person to stand, and they inspire another, and then they inspire another, then mission accomplished. I started my trip down the rabbit hole a little over a year ago. Things weren't adding up. They just weren't making sense. I guess if you want to call me a conspiracy theorist, go ahead. But when so-called conspiracies make more sense than the actual news and information you're being given, I don't call it a conspiracy at that point. Everyone thought Noah was crazy until it started to rain. Then everybody sure wanted on that boat. Every administration after Reagan has been selling out our country, especially to China. Just follow the money. Always follow the money. But the bushes, you might say. No, even the bushes. Do you really think anything would have been different if Romney or McCain would have beaten Obama? No. Different head, same snake. We just remembered Pearl Harbor, so how about we go back to World War II? So during World War II, the Soviet Union called it communism. The Italians called it fascism. The United States called it progressive. The Democrat Party sure turned away from that term after that for obvious reasons. They didn't want to be honest about their agenda. Why would they? But they sure aren't hiding it anymore. How about we go back even further? The Democrats have been the party of death, deception, and destruction. The party that generation after generation has incited violence and blames it on everyone else. Democrats are the party of the Indian massacres, broken treaties, and the Trail of Tears. Even after a Cherokee saved Andrew Jackson's life, he still removed them from their lands. They are the party of slavery. Lincoln's party, the GOP, freed the slaves. They also started the civil rights movement in the 1860s. And guess who fought it? The Democrats, the same party that takes credit for the 1960s civil rights movement, even though the Republicans voted for it a hundred years before. How about the KKK? Nothing, nothing Bedford Forest? A Democrat was the first grand wizard. They wanted to reestablish white supremacy. 
1868 Democratic Party platform was this is a white man's country, let a white man rule. At this time, there were lots of black states. There were 22 black delegates in Congress. James Hines, a Republican, was the first senator to be assassinated. The KKK also killed 3,000 blacks and 1,000 Republicans during that time. Yes, the Democrats have used mob rule and violence that long. Antifa and Black Lives Matter, same violent mobs, just by a new name. And it doesn't end with them. Elected officials now brazenly threaten. California State Representative Maxine Waters admittedly says she threatens Trump supporters all the time and calls for her supporters to confront and harass members of Trump's administration. The New York State Representative AOC wants to round up Trump supporters and blacklist them, help start the Trump Accountability Project on November 3rd. Kamala Harris, the Democrats' VP pick, said about the riots, they're not going to stop. And everyone beware, because they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. Sounds a little bit like scorched earth, perhaps, doesn't it? And just this Tuesday, Michigan Representative Cynthia Johnson goes on a tirade on a video she released. She calls for her soldiers to make Trump supporters pay. They don't know anything but mob rule, intimidation, and violence. But yet they claim to be the party of minorities, the party of women, the party of peace, love, and tolerance. Let's look at their track record, shall we? January 31st, 1865. The 13th Amendment to ban slavery. 100% of Republicans were for it. 77% of the Democrats were against it. July 9th. 1868, the 14th Amendment, that gave citizens citizenship rights and equal protection under the law to former slaves. 94% of Republicans voted for it. Every Democrat voted against it. President Johnson even vetoed it. Congress overrode his veto for the first time in history of a major bill. February 3rd, 1870, the 15th Amendment. It prohibited the states from denying a citizen the right to vote based on race, color, or previous condition of servitude. The Republicans voted 100% for it. The Democrats, 100% against. August 18, 1920. Almost a century after Elizabeth Stanton and Lucretia Mott started the women's suffrage movement with many activists, including Susan B. Anthony, the 19th Amendment was added to the Constitution. All the Republicans voted for it, all the Democrats opposed. So you tell me which party is really for the people, all people, and which party is out for themselves, out for power, and out to rule over the people. Thankfully, people are waking up to the sleight of hand, parlor tricks, and smoke and mirrors of the Democrats, liberals, progressives, whatever they want to call them these call themselves these days i just say communists because i'm into honesty to me nothing is more precious than freedom 
Hopefully my words will start you on your trip down the rabbit hole. Question everything. Search for the truth. This is Red Wolf. Good night and God bless.